0: Could ...appeal to a certain segment of the American public. Uh, Right now, I don't think they know what to do because this is not the Donald Trump that uh, they were hoping to get for the general election. Uh, The Republican National Committee committee had urged Donald Trump uh, to express condolences on Sunday and then not say anything else. And that is uh, absolutely not what Donald Trump did. He, he stuck to his guns. This is what he's been talking about uh, in the wake of, of shootings for the past year after the Paris attacks, after San Bernardino. This is, uh, the, he is not moderating himself. And the Republican Party uh, seems to be very nervous that this is what they're going to have to deal with. Just briefly, Anthony, can you um, I-
1: explain what's been going on with this alleged Russian hack like, <laughs> of the Democratic database?
0: Well, it looks like Russian hackers were able to take information on Donald Trump's, uh, the OPPO file, the Democratic OPPO file, which is opposition information, dirt on Donald Trump, uh, and access it, uh, and possibly even access Donald Trump's servers and Hillary Clinton's servers. It, it's embarrassing for the Democrats, uh, and it's a particular uh, sore point for Hillary Clinton, who has had an ongoing scandal over her personal email server while she was Secretary of State. So this just brings all of that back to the surface. WFTS
1: Anthony Zerker in Washington. The authorities in the U.S. are downplaying the likelihood of the Orlando gunman Omar Mateen having any formal links to a jihadist group such as the self-proclaimed Islamic State. Rather, they suggest he was radicalized by such groups' pervasive online propaganda. It's something we'll look at towards the end of the program. But where speculation is growing is over Mateen's targeting of this specific gay nightclub in Orlando. People who used to go to that nightclub called Pulse say that the gunman was himself a regular visitor and had tried to pick up men. Jim Van Horn, a regular at the Pulse nightclub, told reporters that he'd seen Omar Martin there more than once.
2: I met him one time um, at the bar. He was talking to me about his ex-wife. My friends came out from the back and said, let's go take pictures in the patio. So I left and then they told me they didn't want me talking to him because they thought he was a strange person. He used to come in the bar about on the weekend. Sometimes he would be there. Sometimes he would miss a couple weeks and then be in again. He was regular. We considered that regular because some of us go to a different bar on a different weekend. We don't always go to the same bar every night. Everybody knew his name. Omar.
1: Jim Van Horn, a patron of the Pulse nightclub, who says uh, he saw Omar Mateen there on several occasions. Hate crimes often spark questions as to whether the perpetrator was riven with inner loathing, causing him to lash out. Here on NewsHour, we've been hearing from one young Muslim who went down the extremist route himself for a time. He even contemplated a possible terror attack here in London. Later, he renounced his previous hardline views, and he also came out as a gay man. Now he tries to help others turn away from radicalism. Sohel Ahmed said that it's quite possible for someone who's conflicted
3: about their sexuality to be drawn towards extremism. I think it's partly because they're uncomfortable with themselves. But I think there's also kind of a self-destructive streak to it as well, in that you hate yourself so much, you just kind of start... It's almost like a, a sense of, like, self... It's, it's, it's kind of like a form of self-harm, uh and i th- i think that that does happen and i'm i'm really kind of worried about people lgbt muslims are one of the most vulnerable people that I, I know of and i think i'm i'm kind of worried that there might be other people who are trying to kind of cure their sexuality and they're becoming more radical and more extreme in an attempt to kind of cure themselves and of course we know that gay people can't be cured of their sexuality you can't change your sexuality and yeah that's what i'm worried about
1: Soel Ahmed. So what sort of place is there for the LGBTQ community inside Islam? Dai Abdullah is the US's only openly gay imam. Shortly before we came on air, he joined me from the BBC's Washington
4: bureau. I lived in Saudi Arabia for several years as an expat, and I was doing research on homosexuality from an Islamic perspective, and came to realize that through the many different forms of Quran, it's the interpreters who bring their prejudices in and read into the Quran those prejudices. For the Quran itself, in its language, does not support many of the conclusions or opinions. I refer, I refer to them as opinions, based upon their readings or interpretation of the Quran throughout Islamic history in the last 1,450 years that there's always been a revival and reform that went about, and the issue of homosexuality as a sexual diversity has always been a question that has gone throughout, and it's never been...